going through hyperspace in my Send a scanning to a hole on every part of the ship chat. Welcome everybody to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Rudy. I'm Ray. And this week in Star Wars has been a pretty busy week. Uh, not only do we have a huge cold front hitting the hitting the southern states right now, especially in Texas, uh, we had some pretty big news in Star Wars uh, this week. And the biggest one, I mean, everybody knows that Disney and Lucasfilm decided to part ways with Gina Carano. Uh, based off of some social media posts that she put on Instagram. Uh, not going to describe what the social media post was about. Um, trying not to get into it just because it's kind of, kind of ridiculous what she posted. Um, and yeah, Ray, what did you think? What did you think about that news of Disney film walking away from Gina Carano? I think ultimately it was the right thing to do because regardless of political views if you've got an actor who is causing like a lot of controversy like that it might not be good to keep with your company's image it always depends on the company but i think that what she said didn't align with the company's viewpoints and a company has every right to let somebody go for that and it's not a freedom of speech issue Unless she's working with the government, which is completely different. Yeah. And, you know, Disney and Lucasfilm had been under fire for hiring Gina, uh, Gina when they first casted her for The Mandalorian. I remember there was multiple times where hashtag fire Gina Carano was catching fire on Twitter and Instagram. And it's all because of of some of the stuff that she had posted on social media. Um uh, personally, I don't really, you know, people do on social media is what they do on social media. It, it, it can be taken out of proportions. It, it can, it can not be, um, but it tends to show the true nature of people. Sometimes I just really didn't like her as an actor, to be honest. Like uh, when they first had her in season one of the Mandalorian, I, I was kind of like blah with how she had her, had her role. I know why they casted her. Um, being a former UFC fighter, being able to do hand-to-hand combat and do those action scenes and make them actually look really good uh, was was good to her. But before that, she did she had done really nothing like Deadpool and I think one other movie or one other one other appearance on a show. Um, so this was really kind of a breakout role for her. Um, but Disney and Lucasfilm did catch a lot of heat throughout the year. Uh, from the start of Mandalorian season one, all of 2020 for Gina Carano. Um, and I think uh, this was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back with this post on Instagram. And I think they finally decided to walk away from her. Uh, now, there were rumors that they were actually planning because 
uh, Cara Dune, the character she played on the Mandalorian actually was, became a very popular character for, for the Mandalorian. Um, and there were plans on doing a spinoff series with her as the lead, uh, character, um, uh, according to some sources on the internet that those plans kind of came to a halt because of some of the things that Gina Carano said on, uh, has been saying on social media and that Disney was actually looking for a reason to walk away from her. Now, none of that has been confirmed. So we don't know if that's a hundred percent true. And I don't think we'll ever know if that's a hundred percent true. Um, but it kind of makes sense um, because Rangers of the New Republic was something that we didn't think we were going to see. Uh, but then when Kathleen Kennedy announced it, uh, that they were going to get a Rangers of the New Republic with Cara Dune and some other uh, lead female roles, um, this it it, it really kind of it's it, it's kind of a blow to Disney to kind of lose her because really you had Leia as a, one of the main female characters in star Wars. And then here comes Ray in the sequel trilogy. And then now with the Mandalorian coming out, you had Cara Dune coming in as a, as a major role in, in a star Wars series. And we don't have a lot of female lead roles in star Wars. And for her to, you know, kind of get taken out of that role by her own doing is kind of disappointing, but also makes me wonder what Disney kind of has going forward. Uh, are they going to recast the role? Are we going to get a write off and get introduced to a whole new character? Um, is I think is the biggest questions that, that we have at this point. What do you think, Ray? I don't th think that they would recast her at least in the Mandalorian. If they want to include the character in like a different project that would be a little more feasible but i don't see them recasting cara dune for the mandalorian and i i don't really know that you have to write her off necessarily because the mandalorian is basically it focuses on the mandalorian going on adventures and who he meets and like we're not going to see that fish lady again or frog lady again yeah, and we don't have she doesn't have to die in a fiery explosion to know we're not going to see her again so it just because they were they were part of his story and they she's not incorporated going forward um it's about who he continues to meet along his journey so i don't think you need to write her off they may make a side comment about it but yeah, I think they could easily move forward without acknowledging it. Okay. Yeah, and I can kind of see them doing that. Uh, I believe in like season two when uh, Din Djarin went asking for her help uh, after she became a marshal for the for the New Republic. She was kind of hesitant, hesitant to help him because she finally found her path and her place. And so, you know, it could be like, oh, she went back to do her martial thing on, on this planet or whatever, um, wish us a farewell or, or some, something along those lines. Um, yeah, I don't know if if they recast, that would be kind of interesting to see how they do it. Like I always I can only picture one other person taking that role, and that would be my girl, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she should, she would be perfect for it. I'm just saying her acting is on the same level as Gina Carano, kind of kind of ro robotish and and stiff, but she does the same kind of fight scenes and she's been in some bigger movies. I mean, Fast and the Furious, 
Um, she's been in the Expendables with some pretty big actors. So it'd be interesting to see if they do decide to recast what kind of actresses they would bring to the table. Um, yeah. I've seen, a, I've, I've seen a few people throw some names in there. I think there was a couple characters, I think from the, from the DC TV series, uh, the Flash. There's a couple female characters that get thrown, um, but I don't really see them going that route either. Um, I do think that they might actually do what you said, Ray. Just kind of move on from from that character and just kind of take their losses. Yeah, I'm. I'm ultimately upset because like the fans are kind of the ones who are like they lost out in this whole situation. Because I loved Cara Dune as a character. She was so interesting and I really wanted to see mm-hmm. more of her and learn more of her backstory. Um, but we're probably not going to get that anymore. And that's just... it. Like, she lost her job because of the things she posted. Which, I mean, offended quite a few people. But also the fans are the ones who are like really losing out. So like she lost her job, but like we lost the potential for amazing storytelling. Yeah. And, and we lost a strong female character in Star Wars, which yeah. I, I think we need more of, to be honest with you. Um, and, you know, I have a young son, but if I ever have a little girl, you know, I want her to be able to look up to a strong female character in Star Wars, like a Ray or a Leia. Um and it, it is kind of disappointing because the fans do lose out. I mean, having a a soldier who helped the rebellion, who's from Alderaan, who saw her planet get destroyed to learn more of that background, trying to find a home and um, being displaced, losing her people. It, it's it's really it's a really interesting story to actually dive into. And the fact that we won't get a chance to, to see that is, is really kind of disappointing. Yeah, I'd love for them to do like either uh, comic books uh, novelization or like even have her in, in like an animated series that like you wouldn't need the original actress to do those things, but Absolutely we could still not. get more of the character. Yeah, and that that would be, I think, probably like the best bet. I mean, because they're releasing all kinds of comic books at this point and uh, graphic novels. So having her in like in more of an animated kind of kind of setting uh, would actually make a lot more sense. And I I totally 100 percent agree with that. Um, So, yeah, I mean, that's it with the Gina Carano spectacular failure, I think, this week. But Uh, hey, with losing out on a major female character, we could always fill that void with some handmaidens. Because they're true. pretty tough people. That is true. And, you know, it'd be kind of cool them, for them to see like a, a new strong female character come, come, come into play, which I think we can see, especially with the Rangers of the New Republic, the Ahsoka series, um, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series might introduce someone, the book of Boba Fett. We're definitely going to see uh, a strong female lead character in there. So it, I don't know. It's interesting to see the, the direction Lucasfilm and Disney will take after after this week and which way they're, they're going to go. But I'm pretty sure, you know, I mean, they called Favreau and Filoni like, hey, guys, get get to work on writing, writing us something new or, you know, come yeah. up with a plan because they, they did it within hours. I think it was like within hours of that of that post. It was it was already a done deal. Mm-hmm. See, I think I mean, you just get a TV show and if you go with the 
OG handmaidens, you've got five strong female leads right there. <laughs> you and do. I am more than willing to uh, volunteer as tribute to play Sabe. <laughs> Just putting my name out there. <laughs> please, please take I mean, it off. She can do I've it. Been, I believe I've in been her. Told I've been told I look like Kira Knightley since I was 12. So I guess that's got to get me something in life, right? Yes, it has to. <laughs> it has to. And being able to play Sabe would be the perfect role for you, honestly. Okay. I dig it. <laughs> so moving on. So DK is a publisher out of the UK. And on July 1st, 2021, they are scheduled to release... The Mandal the Mandalorian, a complete visual guide written by Pedro P Pascal. Uh, it is basically an archive of season one and two. They deep dive into the characters, the droids, the villains, the locations, some of the technology they use to make the to to make the Mandalorian possible. Um, also diving into the backstories of a lot of the stuff that we see in the Mandalorian. And it's just a geeky book for people like us who like to know more about a, a particular series or, or some type of aspect of Star Wars. Now, rumor has it that, and this is coming from DK, uh, rumor has it that Disney is wanting to delay the release of the book. They did not specify specific reasons, but they did say that the source that they're getting that from predicted uh, the Mandalorian adopting a child in season one. Um, they predicted um, also something. I think they predicted the, the delay of the High Republic books um, last year as well. Um, so the source that they're getting the information from is pretty credible in, in, in their eyes um, because they've been right on all on both accounts so far. But this is the first time I've heard of this book uh, written yeah, by me Pedro. Too. And it's actually kind of interesting. I mean, it's two, it's a 200 page book. Um, it has over 500 new images that we've, that uh, most people haven't seen again, deep diving into all the characters, getting backstories and information. Um, I don't want to, the first, when I read this article, the first thing I, I, I thought of was, you know, the, the Gina Carano scandal, but I don't think, that would delay the release of this book no. um, at all. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's, it's her being in there or the character of Cara Dune being in there uh, delaying this book. It has to be something else. Um, and it's kind of beyond me to speculate what that, what that delay might be. Yeah. 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 I can think of what would delay a book like that, but I am, this is the first time hearing of it and I am super excited for that because I love looking at all the the art of uh, books for each episode and all the encyclopedias and breakdowns of each character. Yeah, we, we got the artwork of the Mandalorian, uh, I wanna say a couple months ago. Um, it's already available at Target and on Amazon. And it's just basically all the concept art that we see at the end of the episodes. So I'm interested to see who, and this is coming from one of the actors, you know, one of the actresses is, is writing this. Let me make sure it's Pedro. I think it is Pedro. Um, let me see here. 
but a 200 page book on the Mandalorian season one and two, kind of a deep dive archive. And I have above me the archives for episodes four, five, and six by Paul Duncan. And like the amount of information in that book, if this book has any, like a one tenth of that information, it's going to be insanely good. Um, Let me see here. Man, I really want those archive books now. They sound so interesting. It really are. And like there's images in there that I've never seen before. Um, the way we see, I mean, you see uh, the character wearing the, the first render of like the C-3PO costume. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like it's really cool. Uh, me oh and James God. are kind of kind of diving into it and we're going we're gonna to be breaking it down in, in, a, in some Patreon episodes. And it's taken us a long time to kind of dig into this kind of kind of a thing. Um, but it is Pedro that is writing that book and to get it from an actor's perspective and him kind of annotating everything down for Mandalorian season one and two, I think is pretty awesome. Um, it is available on pre-order still for Amazon on, on Amazon, which I already submitted my pre-order once I saw the article. Don't judge. Uh, but yeah, um, I'm super stoked about it. Hopefully it doesn't get delayed. Hopefully I get it. And hopefully these rumors that Disney wanting to delay it is false. Yeah, I can think the only thing I could think of with delaying it is they want to like release it closer to like the premiere of the Book of Boba Fett or like if they have some news about Mandalorian coming out and they want to promote the book around the same time. I'm not sure. That's the only reason I could think for delaying a project like that. Yeah. And that's, that would be my only speculation too, maybe to align it with the book of Boba Fett or maybe the, the release of season three of Mandalorian. Um, if, if not that maybe, maybe Disney wants to give it another once over before it's released, maybe just to kind of make sure that all the information is accurate and they're not releasing anything that's going to be, um, too telling for, for future projects. Um, maybe it, maybe it's one of those things. Um, who knows? I guess I just, I just hope they don't delay it any, any more than, than, than it has to. Um, yeah. just because one, I already pre-ordered and I kind of want my stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's only $23. It's not bad. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Uh, Kevin Feige was asked if there would ever be a Star Wars and Marvel crossover. And as you can imagine, Feige shot that down faster than anything possible. Because who would ever want a Star Wars and Marvel crossover? Like, why why would someone even ask that question? I, well, I don't understand. <laughs> the real question is how would it even work? Because exactly. Star Wars takes place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And Marvel is currently taking place in like 2023. Yes. So <laughs> like, like how would it even be feasible for that to happen? Like, like I, the, I, I just can't wrap my head around that, like at all. It's not like Star Wars is a parallel universe or like, uh, on a planet in our solar system it's not even in our galaxy <laughs> well I, and i think some of the some some of the 
speculations coming from you know marvel's moving to the direction of the multiverse so anything's possible with the multiverse so i think that that's where that question kind of came from like you know with the multiverse are we going to see maybe you know a nod to you know some some star wars characters which we did see in uh the prequels a nod to spielberg with the et characters that were sitting in the in in in, in the senate house um but I don't, I, I don't see that ever happening. And I think a lot of it comes to that Feige is still in line, is still going to be directing and making a Star Wars movie himself. So, it, again, in what world? Why? Just why? <laughs> well, I, mean, I do know we talked on the Marvel Stuff podcast that um, Elizabeth Olsen was asked if there was going to be a luke skywalker level uh reveal type of thing on the wandavision show and she said yes so we were trying to figure out who that was and we decided that it was luke skywalker showing up in wandavision so you know <laughs> anything is possible <laughs> i mean i have my own theory on that but i yeah <laughs> <laughs> i have my own theory but i don't i don't think it's gonna happen um i think the closest we could get is like uh, having Marvel characters like watch Star Wars or make a Star Wars reference, you know, like those, uh, like the the cutscenes that they do at the, the in the end credit scenes, just have them sitting yeah. around watching them, watching a New Hope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that that would be kind of fun. Like, but just to, I, I read that article and I was like, in I was trying to imagine it. Like, I was trying to think of how that would even be possible and like what would that look like on paper and on screen and nothing i couldn't think of anything yeah. that would even come close to yeah i mean maybe because jedis in the new in the high republic books have been referred to as space wizards make contact with dr strange somehow but even then that's a stretch yeah <laughs> yeah it's a huge stretch Anyway, if you haven't yeah. checked out our Marvel Stuff podcast, you should definitely check it out. We have a couple episodes up. Ray's a part of it. I haven't been on any of the episodes yet, but from what I understand, I've heard I've heard both I've heard the ones that we've released, and they are really good. Uh, we our guys do a very good job in, in talking Wandavision and all things Marvel. But moving on with the Star Wars stuff. Okay, so Zynga, Zynga announced by the end of the year, they will be releasing a new mobile game based off of Star Wars. And Zynga is responsible for games like uh, Farmville, Words with Friends. So they also did some, they also did a mobile game with Harry Potter. I think it was Harry Potter Puzzle and Spells, which is more like a bejeweled game where you have to kind of match stuff and, and get, get stuff out of there. Uh, they didn't detail what the game would look like or what it would entail, but given what Zynga is known for, it would have to be something along those lines, like maybe like the Harry Potter spells game that's like like Bejeweled or a Words with Friends or Farmville style like game in terms of how it looks on the on your mobile phone. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see what they do with that going going into like just trying to get into mobile gaming. Like do we, it, I think there's already a star Wars game out for mobile. 
I've never played it. I don't even have games on my phone. Uh, I don't have space for games on my phone. No, neither do I. It's all like videos and pictures and stuff. Like I have like literally thousands of pictures of just my kid. Don't ask, but it's just thousands of pictures of my kid. I'd be disappointed if you didn't. <laughs> exactly. And then it's like half my kid and then Star Wars stuff and then half my kid and then food. <laughs> yeah. So based on what they have released game wise in the past, it'll there's it could be like Bejeweled where you have to match up three kyber crystals of the same color or uh, it could be like the farm one you could be a moisture farmer on tatooine yeah you, you, you can play you can be a skywalker for a day if you want you know what i mean yeah <laughs> moisture farming on tatooine have to fight off some tuscan raiders you know yeah. every once in a while or barter with some uh <laughs> barter with the tuscan raiders <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Or maybe cool. like a like like a mobile pod racing game where you have to build your own pod racer. Yeah, that be that that would be a little advanced for them, but that would be kind of cool too. Uh, mobile pod racing game, I think, is something that uh, Star Wars fans would like to play. It's something we haven't seen. I don't think we'll see a pod racing game on any kind of major console. But I mean, if if a company is able to come out with a Mario Kart on on mobile, you can come out with a pod racing game. Yeah, can okay. I have a Wii from like yeah. like the first Wii. Um, if we can get a Mario Kart but pod racing, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Like you can build your own engines, customize them, and then pod yeah. race them on on on, on tat- Tatooine. You can see Jabba and the Hut family cheering from the stands. That'd be amazing. You could even do like because in Mario Kart you've got different locations and tracks and stuff. You could even do like different planets. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's I mean, endless possibilities. Yeah, endless possibilities. I just hope it's not like, you know, a plants versus zombies kind of a game because that one was really Oof. annoying. Um, that spun off into a whole book series. Spun off to a whole major console game. Apparently it was very popular, but I'm the only one who didn't like it. I don't know. I don't really play games, so. <laughs> yeah, it's also true. Like I, I, I used to play a lot of video games. I don't have time anymore to do any. Uh, although I might make time for the new Lego game that's coming out on all major consoles because that sounds really fun. Um, anyway, if they have I, it for an original Wii, I'd be tempted. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you have your original Wii. I have an original GameCube where and a Nintendo 64 when, when the original Smash Brothers came out. That was that was a lot of fun. I think my sister recently found her Game Boy Advance in a closet somewhere. Mm. Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now moving on. Um, so the High Republic book series is they released a lot of information these last month or two. I think in January we got two books. We got uh, Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule. We got um, A Taste of Courage by Justina Ireland. And then beginning of February, we got Into the Dark by Claudia Gray, which is a well-known Star Wars author. Now we're going to see kind of a big gap in between 
to the next releases. I think the next releases aren't slated till about June and July of this year. Um, but Star Wars is releasing a lot of animated shorts, kind of introducing you to the characters. They started out with Justina Rowe. They went on to Bell Zetafar. Um, they, they released one with Avar Chris. They have one that has the Nihil, which is the main antagonist that we are introduced to into the High Republic. Um, they just released, they released one of Chancellor So, which is the Chancellor of the Republic at, at the, in, during this time. And then they just released one, uh, this week, uh, featuring the, the Drangir, which is the, one of the main enemies we see in Into the Dark by, uh, Claudia Gray. Gray, have you read in, any of these books by chance? I have not. I've got okay. a long reading list, but they're yeah. Luckily, I like I redid my reading list for the beginning of the year because I have a goal to read like over I think I want I'm trying to hit like twenty five to thirty books. And I've hit like four, which is these already. So yeah. um, I, I kind of move these up to the top. So and I've kind of gotten a little obsessed with them. But if you haven't been able to check out these these animated shorts and the information that's, that Star Wars is putting out on StarWars.com about the High Republic, it's actually very, um, very cool to see because you can get a, a kind of a in-depth detail on the characters that, that are introduced. And they're introducing a lot of characters in the High Republic. And it's going to be hard to keep track of all of them. So I'm kind of impressed that they're actually doing this. Um, yeah. Man, I was hoping you actually uh, read the books because. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, that's really all I got. I mean, that's that's all the notes I have. There wasn't wasn't really a lot going on this week in Star Wars other than the the Gina Carano fiasco. Yeah. Well, guys, I appreciate you guys joining us this week. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, that's all we got. Ray, do you have anything else? Um, well, David pressured me to work on Sabe, and I redid the wig today, so hey. hopefully I made him proud. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I mean, your Sabe costume, I remember seeing it in the corner of your, because of, of, we, we do, we, oh, if you guys don't know, we, still, we, there. We, still there. The Sabe costume looks amazing. Um, I can't wait to see when it's actually complete. And there's still the question of like who I'm going to be dressing up as for my first cosplay yeah. character. Um, I think I might go with David's suggestion and do the Dengar assassin. Maybe that might be the easiest bet. Although yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of jealous that everybody's in the five of first, except for me. Like I need to be. <laughs> First. Well, hey, I'm not. I'm just in Rebel Legion. <laughs> well, that's still one more thing that I'm in. So, um, I, it kind of sounds like I need to step my game up a little bit, see what happens. Although, Cad Bane is also in, in the back of my mind. That'd be really hard, but really cool. It'd be really hard to pull off. I think I could do it, though. I don't know. I think the ma if I do a mask or makeup, that would be hard. Prosthetics? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, may the force be with you. Always.